The following podcast contains strong language and is suggested for a mature audience. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Off Your Chest with Josh and Beth. I am Josh. And I am Beth. Hello, Beth. How be thou? <laughs> um, thou be good. Thou have UV hair. You won't be able to see it, but I've got UV hair now. Um, You've got UV hair? Oh, was that why you were doing the pictures under UV? Yes, because... I saw, I saw um, that briefly on the Instagram, at Beth, Beth, Beth Fang Lily. Yeah, colour, colour, Crazy Colour um, sent me, like, a package with loads of dyes and stuff in it. It was super cool. Um, so I did, like, a video of, like, me doing it. Stuff. But, yeah, two of them, there was a UV pink and a UV green. So the UV pink I mixed in with, like, a purpley colour. So it's yeah. in my fringe, so it isn't that UV because it's mixed in with other stuff. But uh, the green, so I've got three different greens in my hair that they sent me, but I put the UV at the very front. Um, yeah. It was, like, the lightest. And if you shine UV light on the front of my hair, it glows. Excellent, it's cool. excellent. It's cool. Uh, uh, Charlotte was very, um, what's the word, uh, very interested in your festival outfit reel that you did recently. She very much loved that. Oh, she... just in a good way, that's good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, that, yeah, yeah, of course in a good way. So it's just like, why, why would it be in a bad way? But no, she really likes the, uh, the, the what's it called, transparent raincoat thing that you had. That, that. was... That was like I, when I found. I don't even. I looked at their Instagram the other day, and they, they've, they've not posted in like five weeks. So I reckon they're not doing that much business, to be honest. But mm. it was really cool because, like, I think I spent like seventy quid on it at the time. Yeah. Um, but that was to because they make them for you, so you have to send oh, in right. like your your measurements. Ooh. Um, and Scandal. like, <laughs> and like, um, then you've got to you can like add an upgrade to have. Um, more material so it fans out more at the bottom which I think I did um, and then you've got an upgrade to like get the hood because it does not you can get, you get without a hood like as a standard yeah. Um, so yeah like so there's upgrades and stuff so I end up paying a little bit more I think it's like 70 but I still think for, for a raincoat that's made for you that literally shows your entire outfit underneath I think it's pretty cool yeah it's, it was really nice it was very nice um, but um, yes uh, but uh, we've uh, oh what have I been up to recently um what the hell have I been up to recently? I went to a gig. That was it. I took yeah. advantage. Yeah, I took advantage of the fact that I live in Leeds and there is something going on all the time. And I went to go see a band called. This was with one hour's notice, by the way. <laughs> um, I went to go see a band called Benefits. Uh, they are from Newcastle. They are a very, very shouty, very political <laughs> uh, punk band. Um, uh, very left-leaning. I know when you say political punk band, it can go either, you know, it can go far left and it can go the other way. Uh, yeah. They have a very far left band. Uh, but yeah, highly recommend them. Check them out when they're on tour. Uh, they are, tickets are cheap as well. So go for that. Go for them. Go see them. Cool. It was only like 14 quid. It was great. That's good. Speaking yeah. of um, far left, I had a really weird experience the other day. Oh, okay. Was it? Is this to do with the uh, recent council elections that have been gone on? It is. Ah, it okay. Is. I had a thing happen to me, which I've heard talk of, but has never actually happened to me before. <gasps> oh, I think I know. Can I have a guess? You can. Have you been, were you doorstepped? I was doorstepped by the MP. Oh my God. <laughs> it was really bizarre. Cause I was like, cause he opened, it was on the day of the election. And I opened the door, I was like, oh, who the freak's knocking at my door? Don't, don't, who have been knocking at my door? So I opened the door and um, 
Yeah, he had a red little badge on. And our our Labour candidate um, is, like, really young. Um, he's, like, in his 20s. Like, oh, right, probably, okay. I'd say probably potentially early 20s. Um, so I kind of recognised him straight away because I'd noticed that when we got the mail stuff through. So I was like, oh, hello. So, um, yeah, he, like, asked if I'd voted yet and what way I was voting. I didn't want to say because it felt a bit awkward. So I was just like... Um, yeah, because not... if memory serves you vote uh, UKIP. No, you. I believe Don't you be are... You are a Green Party voter, if memory yeah, serves. Yeah, the, the only thing is that I didn't know if it was, like, a bit of a thing of anyone but, like, Labour in, in rather than Tories and more chance of Labour. So, I don't, it's, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, but, yeah, Green, Labour, that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, he turned out, I was like, oh, I don't really know what to say. So, I was just like, oh, I don't really know yet. Um, and it was, so he was like, oh, have you got any questions? And I was like, oh, my God, what do I say? Like, how do you respond in this scenario? Yeah. So I just, I just sort of went, what do you think of the police? And, and... <laughs> That's a bold claim. Okay, a uh, bold was, question, yeah. In fact, what I actually said was, um, so without any kind of prompting from me, what do you think of the police? Because I wanted to see if he said, like, if he was like, because I, th- I think if someone else had been, like, I imagine they'd, t- they'd change their answer depending on who they were talking to. So I wanted to say oh, it was yeah, natural. Absolutely what his natural answer was. So he went the way which you could probably tell based on how I look, to be fair, that I'm like, you know, I'm, I've got very colourful hair. And I'm... He, yeah. He, he, so... the, the one thing about politicians and counsellors is that they can, for the most part, they can read the room <laughs> very yeah. well. So he was like, he was like saying, oh, you know, I think that Bobby's on the beat is all well and good. But um, because the thing is, the the Labour stuff that's been coming through has been very, in fact, everything we've had come through has been like, more police, more power to police. And I'm like, wrong answer. So, um, so yeah, he was like, oh, I think Bobby's on the the beat is all well and good. But, you know, like, um, I don't think it's the answer to everything. And I think that in a lot of scenarios, it shouldn't be police dealing with things. And then he kind of pointed at me and went, you know, especially in like mental health. And I was like, excuse you, (laughs) we've just met. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, How do you? The, the, what? He, they can read the room. They can read the room. <laughs> so, so it was like you know, like oh, you don't want like you know, police shouldn't really be the ones to you know be part of calling mental health and blah blah. So I was like, mm. okay, fair enough. Um, and then I was like, okay, I need to ask other things. So what else did I ask him? Oh, I asked him if he thought that um the current Labour leaders and sort of like Labour as it stands at the minute, but not on a micro level, more on a macro level. Yeah. Um, if if it was um, a blue party wearing red. And he kind oh, of d- like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I asked the questions, Josh. If someone's turning up at my door and saying, do you have questions? I'll bring them the questions. Yeah. So, so he was like, oh, well, you know, um, I'm, I'm very left-leaning. I am... In, I am very, I am very left of the left, and he was like, and I know that Keir Starmer isn't. So he was like, so he ch- basically his answer was like, oh well, I, we need more people like me so that Labour becomes what it's supposed to be and not what it is at the minute. So yeah. that was that. Um, can't remember if I asked anything else. I asked a really stupid question about if they were, he was going to get the bus route sorted in my village and like, yes, I, I, because that was like something I thought I should ask. Um, and yeah, that was that was basically it. That was that was all I could think of. And then afterwards, I was like, um, yeah, so thank you for letting me grill you. And he was like, no, it's been interesting. Thank you. <laughs> and then uh, it went That's on his right. merry little way. That's good. I imagine in, I imagine in a, because you live in, uh, would you say that you live in a rural area? Yes. And he said I... himself that he was like, this area is just forgotten about. It's like, 
it doesn't get anything because it's just like exactly because it's, it's a, I mean it's I mean it's in the middle of buttfuck nowhere but I imagine that because of that you we don't probably... even get McDonald's delivery Josh we don't get the option of McDonald's delivery it's not a thing we can oh. have yeah Papa oh. John's no KFC sometimes but they'll get the order wrong every single oh. time yeah don't go to KFC. <laughs> Uh, to quote, uh, to quote a shot, to quote a comedian whose shot I went to go see. Uh, why do KFC serve their chicken in a bucket? Is it so you so, can be sick afterwards? Yeah, something you can throw up in afterwards. Yeah, that's a Neil Hamburger joke. So check that out. <laughs> You've written that down. You had that ready in case we talked about KFC. I've written the word Neil Hamburger because it's a thing. So what we the the plan of this episode is we're going to go through all the media and everything that we've sort of missed in the last six months because of Beth's extended honeymoon while she's been frolicking away in uh, Wales or wherever the heck it was. Scotland. Uh (laughs) Wales, Scotland. (laughs) And also, I've I've just shirked all responsibility since getting married. I'm just like, no, I've done the thing now. I can just do whatever I want. Exactly, exactly. So we've so, written yeah. down. So we've written down everything that we've seen since October. Everything's lo- used very loosely in my case. Everything that is worth remembering. Exactly. Precisely that. We have a, that. that we have a strong opinion opinion on positive or negative. Yes. Okay. So shall we start with? Uh, we'll start. We'll start with the the last thing we went to go see to the cinema. And we'll finish with the first thing we went to go see to the cinema. I've written those down. I've written both those down as well. Yeah. So, Beth, what did you think of the Mario movie now that you've had a couple of weeks to marinate on it? Marinate. Marionate. Hey. Um, (laughs) Okay. So, here are my thoughts. Is it a great movie? No. But it's... The voice acting is really, really good. The voice really acting, Really good, think, really good. Chris Pratt and Charlie Day did a great job. Jack Black as well. Like, yes. I think even a shout out for Seth Rogen. Like, it, it was it was good. The, the, the casting choices were very good. I really enjoyed Charlie Day as Luigi. I think that was an excellent choice. Um, I also liked that Jack Black was given free range, just kind of like write the song, a, a song, and he just kind of went Jack Black with it, and I think it worked really well. So I think that was a good choice. Um... Here's my negatives, and to be <gasps> fair, then they're not huge negatives. Like no. they're just, like I think that there were a lot of recycled jokes throughout the movie, and it was like, okay, I exhaled out of my nose the first time, and it it just became very unfunny after that. Like okay. the like the they kept saying like, um, "Mamma mia," and it was like yeah, meant there to was be really too, funny. Too much "Mamma mia"s. It wasn't funny. Um, yeah. They, yeah, they did. Re- there was a few gags that they kind of kept reusing, and it was, and you know, it, I just don't think it was necessary. Um, I also think that, and Lewis said the same thing. The middle bit was not as good as the rest of it. Like the middle bit kind of dragged on a little bit in some parts. The bit um, where they went to the Donkey Kong area. Yeah, like it kind of, of yeah. Until until I think. I get where they're coming from, but there was a really good fight scene in there, like in the middle yes. of that quagmire, and that's how we—that's how they got carts into the film. Yes, like yeah. it was kind of needed as like yeah, as to get other things in um, and to get reference to like for, realistically, they needed to reference um, Super Smash, and I think that that is the what closest, they needed that middle bit for. 
I like think the, I think they that's why they did a Donkey Kong versus Mario fight scene. It's just like this is the closest that they can do within the confines of a Mario movie to a Smash Brothers fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it obviously, felt, it felt... if it is a Super Mario Brothers movie, if Link shows up, you know, it's just like why, why, why is that? It, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, your little kids have been playing Super Mario Odyssey or whatever, and then this Zelda boy shows up. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like yeah. Uh, I would and like I th- to go once. Oh, sorry, go on. I think that the beginning bit was probably the best for me because it was where they were in the real world, and I thought that took it somewhere it hasn't been taken before, and I really enjoyed that. And I thought that it was a bit of a shame that it could then kind of like, I mean, all the stuff they did, it was good because then it was like they weren't used to the world they were in. It wasn't where they lived. They were like, why is everything like this? Why is there mushrooms mm. everywhere? I hate mushrooms. So that was like cool, but I, but yeah, I just think that. They could have come back to Brooklyn a little bit sooner and integrated. Like when they did the bit where they did kind of like a side scroll in Brooklyn and it was very platformy. I, that was really cool. I loved that. That's when I thought yes. like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be good. They these guys love exactly. this. Yeah. And then, then it, it felt like it was very easy to then do the same thing in Mario World. Um yeah. whereas I quite liked how it was really cool that it was done in like the real world. Yeah. Um and they so that's my managed thoughts, basically. To... Yeah, I, I get. I, it wasn't like, was it as? Is it? Is it up there with the Lego Movie? No, but it's a pretty damn good uh, movie considering it's an adaptation of a video game. Exactly, um, and there aren't yeah. many good video game movies, and I think that that mm. one is a good one. I think, I think the tide is changing with that. To be honest with you, because like there are like <laughs> we've had Uncharted, we've had Tomb Raider, there's Gran Turismo that looks excellent um, coming out. I think we are going to see like a bit of a renaissance in uh, video game movies. Um, I will course, say that. Uh, can I do a se- can I do a segue into the Last of Us TV show? But can I just quickly say? Yes, of course. About that, um, I did think that the Jumanji movie, the the remake, while it wasn't specifically a video game movie. Because it kind of well, it was because it made it into a video game. Yeah. It was it, even though it wasn't based in a real video game. I should say. I thought that was a very good video game movie and yes. a very good way of they've done it. So that is like a good video game movie it's, in my eyes. Even it's it taking, taking the principles of a video game and applying it to live action people in, you know, in a daft way. Yes, and I think yeah. that worked. Yeah. So absolutely. now you can do your segue. <laughs> uh, the Last of Us. Uh, it's just a zombie. It's just a zombie show, guys. It's just The Walking Dead with extra steps. That I've not watched it because I... I'll be honest, I'm not hugely connected to The Last of Us like some people are. Mm. Like, it's it's okay, but I, and I think I, you know, did it, but it, it was fine. Um, yeah. What I will say though is from what I've seen, I mean, I do love Pedro Pascal, so, you know, props there. Um, yeah. However, um, yeah, I'm not that interested in watching it, um, but I do like that it's very, very true to the game from what I've seen. There's a lot of screenshots that are like literally, it could be taken directly from the game. And I think that's a very, very good thing to do. Otherwise, yeah. fans would have been pissed off. I well, also think it- the video. Sorry. I'm sorry, gone. I also think video games are, like that are hard to do as a, an adaptation of because m- this is my point. Like, I don't necessarily want to watch them because I've done the experience. I have played it in my way. I have it's it's my journey that I've done as a player, and that's mm. not what I'm going to get from the show because it isn't my story. It's it's a director's story. I I will say to that end, as somebody who has played the video game and has watched the TV show and given up on both. <laughs> um it 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 was the game was made in a way that was cinematic so the adaptation yeah. to screen 
is just natural for it. And that's why I think it has been such a, a massive success. Same with the Uncharted movie. Like everyone says, oh, these are cinema these when that game came out, it's a cinematic game. And it got adapted to from what I've seen in the response, a pretty decent video game movie. But I think it's I don't know. I don't know. It's because video games are looking more like cinema. That's why we're getting these. Um for example, the Tetris movie, which is a movie not about the, uh, the... It's not about the video game... Well, it is about the video game Tetris, but it's not like, you know, t uh, uh, Rocket Man dodging blocks. It's about the rights to the video game. Oh, uh, okay. And the story cool. behind that. I think that was an excellent way to do that. Um, however, in that film, I think the animated cuts... It, the, anima the animation on it was terrible. It really took... A lot out of the film, if I'm being honest with you, but uh, it's it's fine, it's fine. Tetris, the film. I'm not like drawn to watching it. I'll be honest, from like what you've said, it's, it's it sounds okay, but it sounds like the concept. Didn't Daniel Radcliffe do a similar movie? Oh, the where... Game Changers on uh, BBC yes. with uh, the Grand Theft Auto series. Yes, uh, yeah, that was about specifically the court case between uh, Rockstar and. Oh, he was an attorney in Florida, and everyone hated him. I can't remember. Basically, he tried to um, he tried to get uh, Grand Theft Auto banned uh, based on its content. Um, I watched it; it wasn't great. Okay, cool. I've not seen <laughs> but, it. I'm just, yeah. I just thought Lewis watched it, and he said that he enjoyed it, but I've not seen it. So <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> um yeah, uh, we can segue into video games if you like. What video games uh, have you been well, gaming, or any in particular, or uh, any media? What's up? What's on your that's list? What I'm, I'm just thinking: is there anything that I can segue onto? Oh, actually, speaking of live action um, adaptations of things, oh, um, oh she segued. Um, I watched the live action Mulan fairly recently. Um, oh, I usually okay. I usually stay away from the live action Disney remakes because it's just I've already seen it. Like, I don't need to see it with, with live yeah. action. It's just the same story. Um, but the reason we watched it is because Lewis watched Mulan for the first time. He'd not watched it at all. So he watched the animated one and he enjoyed it. And he was like, okay, well, let's watch the live action one and see how that is. Um, eh. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Have you seen it? Uh, I haven't seen the live action one. I recently watched the animated one, probably about a couple of years ago. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've I've seen the Cinderella uh, live action one, mm. and I use that in air quotes. Uh, shall we call photorealistic? Shall we call that? Um, but yeah, it's got no interest to me. Like the Lion King, everything I saw from that, it looked more gorgeous when it was animated traditionally. Yeah, exactly. You know I, I mean? didn't. I've not watched that either. Yeah. There's very few. I think I've only watched. Um, I watched the Cinderella live action remix. That was one of the first ones I did, wasn't it? Yeah, um, with um, um, a woman. Can't remember her name. Yeah. <laughs> so Emma, what, what dark things? eyebrows, blonde hair. No, you're thinking of um. Oh, Beauty, Beauty and, and the Beast. Beast. That's it. Yeah, Which yeah. I also watched. I do think the Beauty and the Beast remake is good. Um, mm. for what it's worth. But I watched um... a version of that called Booty and the Beast. Um, not for kids <laughs> though. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing with with live action remakes. I think that if you're going to do them, they need to take the original story, be loyal to it, but add more. So. 
that is for me what Beauty and the Beast did. It was the same story, but I added like a backstory for her mom and all this other stuff. It added more to it, added more to the story. Um, yeah. It gave some of the characters, it more fleshed them out a bit more. However, I feel like the Mulan one, it just kind of changed the story to make it make sense more in real life. Like, they got rid of Mushu, so like Eddie Murphy's character, which <laughs> is a strong... Ow. A str- a strong choice when when that's basically the standout character of your movie. Yeah. Um, and basically, I mean, to, the, yeah. Sorry. I mean, to they be were, fair, in the Lord of the Rings, they got rid of Tom Bombadil. However, that made a lot of sense for a dramatic adaptation of the Lord of the Rings. Continue. So basically, like, I think the reason they did it is just to make it. I mean, they couldn't have a talking dragon, so instead they just kind of had this, uh, like their family um like animal was a phoenix i think was what it was supposed to be so now and again she'd like see a phoenix in the sky or something and it'd make her think oh i need to be stronger that was it but it wasn't it wasn't like it was it was just a bit meh like the the whole movie was just meh and there was no songs which there was instrumental versions of the songs but i don't want to hear a, a a salute to be a man um, I want to... Yeah, I'll make a man out of you, sorry. I want to hear the full song. I want yeah. to get, get down to business. But I don't want to just, like, no. So it, it it took all the best parts of the movie and left them on the cutting room floor, which is the problem that I had with it. Yeah. No, it's... It, yeah. I mean, it's a problem. I mean, it's a different medium, essentially, um, that isn't as visually appealing. There's not as much... If you need to be confined by the live action... Uh, by live act by photorealism then you're not going to be able to get like you know animation movements and stuff like that exactly but, it just yeah some movies don't work well as live action and they need to stay as they are but disney will, yeah. will do anything to make money so there we go speaking of adaptations yes uh i've watched a show called chainsaw man okay cool um it's an anime <laughs> adapted from the manga of the same name um this is one of the best animes ever made. Okay, that's a strong a strong uh, claim. Hands down. This is up there with Cowboy Bebop. This is up there with Evangelion. This will be spoke about in the same uh, sentences as Dragon Ball Z and Akira. Um, Bold and it statement. Is, it is very rare that you can see it and it's just like, yep, this is straight up there. Usually you need time to mull on it. Um, but Chainsaw Man is one of the best animes ever made, hands down, and uh, I highly recommend it for everyone. Uh, that is available on Crunchyroll uh, in the English language uh, and the Spanish language. For some reason, on the PlayStation, it keeps changing its Spanish. Um, <laughs> that's fine, but I don't, I don't speak that. Uh, you know, it's yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you wanting to extend this meeting? By the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Right. So let's carry on. This, this is one. this is media blitz, not media cool. half ass. Cool. Um, okay. So next um, adaptation because I forgot I had more adaptations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I lied to you. I I did watch another live action adaptation. <gasps> um, I actually watched two, but only <gasps> one of them were by Disney. I, I so, am qu- same... I am quickly looking through other live action adaptations to see if I can segue into mine after this. Go ahead. <laughs> So I watched two different adaptations of Pinocchio because they came out very close to each other. <laughs> there was the yeah. Disney one yeah. with Tom Hanks and 
<laughs> and there was a Gamma del Toro one. Sorry, I can't. Who? I'm sorry. Um, who is go, that? Genmo del Gen- Toro? Gen- oh, Gen- oh you actually can't say it. I'm sorry, I'm taking the piss here. Guillermo <laughs> del Toro. I'm sorry, I, did, I didn't realise that that was something. You're sorry. Yeah, Guillermo. No, I just, I, just, I just don't say it enough to know if I'm saying it oh, right. Fair so enough. Yeah, I yeah. usually see it written down so I'm trying to say it. So anyway, um, yeah, so I've watched both those ver- versions. I'll say the Del Toro one. That'll make it easier. So yeah. the Del Toro one was easily the best out of the two. Just very easily. Um, okay. Because, again, they took a story. They made it extra. They made they made more out of the story than the original i say original source tale the, the disney movie wasn't but that's the one that everyone kind of yeah yeah so um so yeah it, it it wasn't amazing but it built on the story and worked well okay the other one however the disney one here we go good god that should never have been made it oh, was just come on it's tom hanks he's got a gift man he, I mean, I feel it was it was Tom Hanks can't carry that movie on his own. I don't even feel like he wanted to be in it fully himself. For being honest, wow. like it was it was just not good. It's full of plot holes. Like, and obviously they are working with a set story, but it is still full of plot holes that didn't exist in the original one. Yeah. Like. They they spend so much time like making out how like it's so weird that Pinocchio's walking around town and people are like, Oh, this little wooden boy, they made this big thing out of it and about how nowhere will accept him because it's different. Mm. And then there's just this anthropomorphic like fox and, and cat that come like walking through town, swinging a cane and wearing like full like top hat and tails, and no one bats an eyelid, that's fine. And there's no other animals that do that, just them, but like no, that's that's fine. This this isn't weird to them apparently. Um, right, okay. Oh. The other thing was was the Geppetto character was awful, like absolutely awful. Not from on Tom Hanks's, you know. I mean, Tom Hanks put what he could into it, but it was just a horrible, a horrible character design. Like he, they made him the most pathetic character, because the, like they made him so that he wasn't dealing with his son's death, and but they were just like. But this way he's not dealing with it is absolutely fine and should be encouraged. Yes, he should make a small wooden version of his dead child and dress him exactly the same as he dressed his child. This is great. This is Disney. And it's just a bit weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, sound, that sounds weird, uh, if I'm being honest with you. yeah, It's just odd. not a very good character. Like, it's just not a very good character. Like, okay. and the, it had no redemption from that. It was just like his redemption at the end. Well, not redemption, but the way that his character out went was just at the end. It was like, okay, so now my little wooden boy is also my son. But he's not. But, he's not your son. It, yeah, it's like he got what he wanted out of that weird thing, like break from reality. Yeah. So yeah, it was just a bit bizarre. It was a busy, bizarre character, and I just don't think it was a very good movie. Fair enough. They fair enough. The but um, <laughs> I've got uh, I've got here an adaptation of a film into a TV show, which mm-hmm. is uh, a league of their own. Which okay. is the baseball movie from the nineties when the uh, when. Back in World War Two in America, when the boys were away at war, the girls they came out and they played baseball in the all Amer- what's it called the All American Girls League baseball league or something like that. It's based on a true story, is what I'm saying. Cool. Uh, and basically, it's been turned into a TV show that's available on Amazon. Um, it's gay. This is a gay show. If I you love like, a gay show. If you like gay and bit. Ba- that is gay in a good way and gay yeah. in the bad ways being gay in the 50s was as well. 
doesn't okay. hold doesn't doesn't hold back, shall we say? But uh, yeah, okay. uh, it's a great show. Uh, if you like uh, Broad City, you'll like this show. It's the same creators of that. Um, so yeah, two thumbs up for a leak of their own. The issue that I have though with with anything that's movie to TV show is I can already see it in a quicker time. That's that's my issue. That's true, but um, this is this is this is a good show. I don't Fair know what enough. to say. It's a good show. <laughs> Fair enough. If you if you like if you're if you're like me and you are an absolute sucker for a period appropriate outfits, uh, especially for the mid nineteenth century, two thumbs up. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Cool, cool, Maisel cool. on Amazon also <laughs> checks that box. <laughs> I watched a few episodes of that and then gave up, like when it first came out. <gasps> Beth, stick with it. Stick with it. It is fantastic. My dog's brought me a toy. I'm sorry, he might start squeaking. Excellent. Why did you get your squeaky one though? Why did you get your squeaky one? Shall get we it. take that shall we take that opportunity to hang on. Clap twice. Right, what I can't remember what the seg what did we just A League of the Run. Right, okay, your turn. <laughs> Okay, um, so I'm going to take it potentially away from what we were just talking about. Um, baseball, yes. <laughs> baseball, yes. Um, I'm going to take it to a musical. Oh, musicals. Actually, also an adaptation, <gasps> um, be- because it's a Broadway adaptation that's been that's been made for Netflix. Um, so it's The Prom, which... I, st- I saw it on Netflix a while ago and I was like, I have no interest in this whatsoever. And then because I'm a musical theatre nerd, I very regularly will ask Lexi to just, I can't say the name because otherwise she'll listen to me. I asked my device to um, to play like random musical songs. So these songs from the prom kept coming up and I was like, these are really good. So I took the plunge and watched it and I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. The only thing was that... Um, the casting was a little bit weird. Like James Corden was casting it, and I don't know why they insist on casting him in every single Ow. musical. Ow. Exactly. Ow. Exactly. Nope. Thank you. <laughs> it was. That's the thing. I was like, okay, who's in it? Oh, Meryl Streep. They also like to love, put her in everything. Yeah. That's musical. Um. Oh, like who else? I can't post it. Those other people. I was like, oh yeah, I know them. I know them. And then it was like James Corden. I was like, why? Why do you insist? And also, what's annoying is he's playing a gay, a very very gay, like um musical theatre actor oh sensitively by any chance but why why are they cast cast someone who's actually a musical theatre actor who is actually gay no they're all straight what are you on about it's not (laughs) difficult and it's not as if they weren't hiring like they weren't casting music actual musical like broadway performers because one of the other one of the other main roles was played by the guy who originally originated the um main role in book of mormon and he okay. absolutely nailed the role. So they were casting them. They just decided, you know what, James Corden will do this. Jo- That'll be great. Is it Josh Gad? He's been in some other stuff as well, hasn't he? Yes. Yes. He, yes. Um, was yes. It wasn't him. Um, oh, it was right. the other main character. Oh, the, sorry. <laughs> the the one who was like the really good at being a Mormon. Right. Than the okay. One who okay. Wasn't. Yeah. The it one was, who sings. The one who sings. Uh, I believe in the show. Yes. Yes. The one who, okay. The okay. one who sings like. Um, but mostly me, that one. Okay, yeah, that okay. Guy. Yeah, so he was he was really good, but yeah, the the some of the other casting was just a bit odd. Like the other thing was, um, there's a bit where it it basically Meryl Streep's character is supposed to be this super alluring woman, and that like everyone in the school when she walks in fancies her, and I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, I love that for Meryl Streep, but I don't think that she would walk into a high school and have loads of teenage boys lusting after her. Like it's just not. 
I don't think so. Like should have come to my high school. There would have been one. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. What about high school kids now? Oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Are you sure they're gonna see Meryl Streep and be like, just my type? I don't know. Is she big on TikTok? That's that's what kids are no. into in it. Oh, fair enough. She's big with musical theatre nerds who are in their twen- late twenties, thirties, forties. Oh, they're all they're- yeah. Mm. Yeah. So she's that was a weird choice, but anyway, yeah. Apart from that, it was a very good sort of feel good thing. It was it was it's an LGBT like musical. The whole thing there is about um, these aging sort of like not not relevant anymore musical stars try and get good publicity by finding a cause to get behind. They found out that this prom in like di- deep in the south has been mm. cancelled because one of the ch- the the girls wanted to bring her partner who was another girl. <gasps> So they cancelled the whole prom. So, they, so these musical theatre stars go down to the south and they're like, hey, you need to be more um, PC, basically. And yeah. like, it's just, it's, it's good. It's good. Like, it's, it's a good movie. It sounds like a MAGA person's worst nightmare come true. It really is. And it's, it's And if James Corden's coming to town, it. it's everyone's worst nightmare come true. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a bit where he does, there's a bit where he gets a really emotional scene where James Corden's character is talking about how his family like kicked him essentially how he left his family when he came out as gay um and it's like okay i i don't believe it though because you're james Corden. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm not invested like yeah. th- this isn't your story sorry <laughs> i'm sorry that dude is goddamn toxic to me if he's in something i am out so and i wish yeah. to stop casting him in every musical adaptation ever because i love musicals but i just have not got i don't want james Corden to keep being in all of them yeah um, I have. Uh, I don't have a musical. I can quickly go through uh, some more music gigs that I went to. If that's if that's sure. Okay. Uh, I went to go see uh, the Mountain Goats. Uh, they're one of my favourite bands, and this. I didn't mention them before. Yes, I I believe I have, but uh, I saw them in Manchester uh, for the first time. I saw them as a full band because I've seen them four times previously uh, in Leeds, um, and it's always been uh, just two of them. So they've done an acoustic set. Uh, this was the first time I saw them with a full band. Um, and they were fantastic. Uh, they did um, one of their... With the Mountain Goats, they have their songs that you can see at every show. They have their songs that are uncommon. And then they have their rare songs. And we saw them do um, their their uh, pastiche to the Super Mario franchise, which is, I'm sorry, Mario, but your prince is in another castle. Uh, princess is cool. in another castle, uh, which is a, a beautiful piano ballad uh, from the point of view uh, of Toad. Um, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, it's uh, and and then I saw that. Then you opened the door, and I could breathe again, but a lot more emotional than that. Um, cool. The the lead singer John Daniel, he can make he can make you emotional. From the point of view of Toad in the Super Mario game. Um, but yeah, um, fantastic show. 10 out of 10. Go see the Mountain Goats. Go see the Mountain Goats. They're really good. Whoop. Uh, I went to go see uh, a little band called uh, Dilettante, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Frankie, from uh, formerly from Leeds Roller Derby, uh, now of Liverpool Roller Derby, I think was the last team that cool. she was in. Uh, she's living in Manchester now. She's been on Six Music a few times on Mark Radcliffe's show. Um, That's cool. But she did a fantastic show um, at Hyde Park, uh, a sellout show as well. Um, Ooh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and they did great stuff. Uh, they, she has a music video for her song, uh, Keep Time. Go watch it on YouTube. It is very good and catchy, and you'll be humming it uh, a lot. Um, and last one for the live music, <clears throat> I think. Uh, I went to go see Carly Rae Jepsen. 
uh, at Leeds at the O2 Academy. Now, I'm sure you'll remember last time I went to go see Carly Rae Jepsen in Manchester uh, before the pandemic was a thing. Um, Charlotte proposed to me. Uh, so I thought yes. I'd get her back this time and I proposed to her. Uh, she said yes, uh, just to let you know. Uh, so there we go. I mean, if she hadn't have done, there's a lot of things that you'd need to send back and get refunds for and it's just a bit awkward. And Yeah, mainly, no one needs mainly the, the ring that I got off Etsy, uh, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, but again... I was thinking more like wedding things. Oh, like... oh we've just had the bathroom done. We, we're not, we haven't done anything for the wedding. We've still got a year. <laughs> it's fine, don't worry. Well, we've got nearly two years for it. Spoiler alert for the day. But um, yeah, uh, that was that, and uh, she did her song, one of her, one of my favorite songs of hers, uh, called "I Didn't Just Come Here to Dance," which is a bonus track from Emotion, um, and she did that live, and I never thought I would see that live, and yeah, I did. It was great. So that's I, I that's my live that music you, thing. Because obviously you're really into Carrie Jepsen, I like her, but I'm not like super into her. So I love that for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next time, next time she's in town, we'll go see her. Is she expensive? <laughs> Lewis would actually love to go see her, so to be fair, that'd be cool. I Lewis, think it was, Lewis, I think it was about 30 quid for a ticket at the O2. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. And it was yeah. a full-on, like, pop concert with, like, what's it called? Costume change, not costume, outfit changes and everything. Yeah. Uh, oh, cool. When we went to go see her in Manchester, there was uh, one confetti cannon. This time, there was five confetti cannons. So, nice. you know, there you go. We also saw her at London last year as well, uh, in the summer as well. So third time seeing her, still great, fantastic. Love her to pieces. We're actually going to the O2 in Leeds in a couple of weeks, I think. Who are you off um, to go see? We are going to see Steel Panther, which is very oh, exciting. yeah, there you go. I'm so excited about that. Um, I've got, I've, I requested, as much as I love being standing for gigs, I requested the O2 that we go in the seated area upstairs because... The O2 just gives me all the anxiety and it's just too packed and I hate it. Mm-hmm. And you end up standing back at the bar and the cloakroom and it's just bleh. So yeah. I have, we're going upstairs. <laughs> yes, I highly recommend you go upstairs if you are um, uh, shorter, shall we say. I know you're not, you're not yes. short, short or anything like that. You're, you're... I mean, I'm five foot three to four, so it's, it's, I'm not tall. Yeah, five foot 34. You heard that right. I don't know. <laughs> Why is that? I'm like not quite five foot four, but I'm more than five foot three. I'm five foot three in a bit. I uh, I went for a health checkup, which uh, our future health on the NHS, they give you a free physical every year. Um, it's fantastic. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's basically saying like, hey, here's your, here's what's going on with you at the moment. Change this, this and this, and you might make it to retirement, which I appreciate. Um, however, one thing I didn't appreciate was them uh, actually measuring me and finding out that I am actually one inch shorter than uh, than I have been telling people and thought I was for many years. So there you go. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> easy come, easy go is what I say. Is it, what's an inch between friends? <laughs> uh, Blaine disregard for social distancing, I'll have you know. <laughs> Yeah, dear. Anyway, uh, do you have any uh, segues into live music or musical-related things? Um, I potentially don't, but <laughs> if if you give me a second, I can make one. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, go on, go on. Grasp at some straws there. I watched Blades of Glory, which for the first time, which has got lovely music throughout it because they do dancing to music. Okay, right. <laughs> Carly, Carly Rae's kind of gay and Blades of Glory is kind of gay, so yeah, we'll have that segue. <laughs> We'll have, we'll have that, yeah. And uh, yeah, I watched that for the first time. For the first um, time, really? Wow. Yeah. 
and I was shooketh it wasn't Owen Wilson I was, I'd convinced myself that it was Owen Wilson <laughs> yeah, doing, it's, doing um, the main part what's his face from Napoleon Dynamite yeah I can't yes, remember him. his name Josh something I tried I said because Lewis hasn't seen Napoleon Dynamite and I was like oh it's Napoleon Dynamite and he was like he didn't, he only knew him from Blades of Glory so, uh-huh, yeah right, anyway. okay okay um, but yeah, it, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was I, it was basically, I went into it kind of like, is this going to be Zoolander on ice? And it kind of was. It was a bit like Zoolander cross Step Brothers on ice. Okay. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was a, just a good, silly Will Ferrell movie, basically. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Which you need in your mouth. Uh, need, in your, need in your mouth? Need in your life. Sorry. It, I don't know why it's I said also, mouth. <laughs> need in your mouth. It's also got... Um, Pam from The Office in it. Which oh, and Will Arnett cool. as his partner, uh, as her partner, I believe. No, you're thinking of... The other lady who's in everything, Amy something. She's in everything, yeah. Yeah, not Amy in, Paula, in... Amy, the other Amy. Something, Amy yeah. Schumer? Is it, no, I don't think it's, I don't think it's her because she looks different. Right, I'm, right, you talk, I'm looking <laughs> it up. But yeah, so Blades of Glory was good. I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, just a silly Will Ferrell movie. Um... Good for just watch while we were having a takeaway. I enjoyed that. That's good. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed that it had these random actors in that I didn't know were in it. Excellent. <laughs> like, like Pam from um, from the office. Um, I would happily segue into something else now, but do you want, do you want to just let me know who this person is? Amy Paul her. Paul her. She was she was in a film with Paul Rudd called They Came Together. It's the best romantic comedy film ever made. Um. Go watch that film. Uh, I, that, I, that's not on my list, but that's just a good film. Anyway, she's in a lot of things, but it's one of those like when when I was saying to Lewis, oh, she's in loads of stuff. I couldn't name a single she's thing like, she was in, but it's like she's in loads of things though. She's like a female Sam Rockwell. When whenever he or her show up, it's just like, oh, I like that. I like them. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't tell you exactly why, but I, I do. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was super cool. I enjoyed that. Um. Okay, this isn't a, a segue, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. No, in fact, speaking of, of movies that I'd never seen, which um, other people had seen, I watched oh. Idiocracy for the first time. Oh, Jesus, right. That, that'll hit different now, I assume, after the Trump era, yeah? Oh, it was very, like, because I said, to, when, when Lewis explained it to me before I even started watching it, I was like, is it satirical? And he was like, it's just a comedy. I was like, yeah, but... It must be satirical, right? Yes, it, yes like, it is. Not... Yeah, so like it was, it was really, really cool. Like it was, it was good. Um, we played a drinking game while playing it, where every time a brand was mentioned, we'd drink. But then it turns out that every character was named after a brand, so that was a bit awkward. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lewis should have given you a heads up on that one. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was good. It was good for what it was. It was a good movie. Um, yeah, and it it seemed to have to like be over quick, which is usually a sign of I enjoyed something. Yeah, um, it, I mean, it was yeah. made in like two thousand and four, so like the ninety minute mo- ninety minute comedy movie was like yeah. big on DVD. That was that was the golden era for that kind of thing. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. It was a good premise, um, and I think it was just very yeah. It was it was a good satirical sort of movie. Uh, I did actually rewatch it a few years ago, and I didn't like it as much as I remembered watching it. Like sort of at the time, um, because like you know, it too real. <laughs> not too real. It's just oh, I mean yes. It, I mean it is too real. Uh, but like the alternative to the the. It basically sort of promotes eugenics a little bit. 
Um, I kind of I get that. awkwardly found on the rewatch because the premise of the film is that dumb people are the only ones having kids and smart people don't have kids anymore. Ergo, the entire planet gets dumber. Um, yeah. And yeah, it just, I don't know. There's a little bit of a mm, to it, but yes, it's a, it's a very enjoyable film. Great Terry Crews performance as well. Yes, excellent. That's what made me get convinced to watch it. I was like, eh, it sounds okay. And Lewis was like, Terry Crews in it. I was like, sold, cool, let's mm. go. It was like, it plays a president. I was like, I can see him as a president of a of an idiotic country. Yeah. As a character, not as him per- personally. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm sold. But yeah, so I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I probably wouldn't like rush to watch it again or anything, but I, I'm glad that I watched it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Can I give you a sort of semi... <laughs> sort of semi-comedic film that's about 90 minutes that I watched. There's a segue. Yes, uh, that's a good segue. Yeah, uh, Cocaine Bear. I watched it. It's it's good. It's not great. But it's a good 90-minute comedy film. Uh, O'Shea I'm Jackson, glad that it's 90 minutes. Yeah, O'Shea Jackson Jr. is fantastic in it. He is hilarious. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a good film. It's a good film. And the kid actors in it are fantastic as well. To be fair, like I've, I'm not drawn to watch it. Like Lewis told me about the real story of it, and that mm. was kind of me done with the story. Then I was like, "Cool, yeah. I know about it now. It's funny." Well, like, I, that was pretty much it. The thing is, right? It's it, the producers of the film. Like they, I'm getting into really, really nitty gritty of stuff. The producers of this film are a, a team of um, a, a filmmaking team called uh, Philip Lord and no. Yeah, Philip Lord and something Miller. They're called Lord and Miller. Uh, you may know some of their earlier works, including 21 Jump Street, 22, Ju- 22 Jump Street, uh, The Lego yes. Movie, Enter the Spider-Verse. Oh, uh, oh Clo- all, all very good movies. Clone High. Yeah, these guys have a pedigree that is unprecedented levels of quality. So uh, I believe they also did the Lego Batman movie as well. Um, but yeah, also a good movie. Not not as good as Lego Movie, but still good. Uh, honestly, I had way more fun with that than any of the recent Batman films. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to yeah. be fair, might not be a good, good. Might be might not be good compared. Might be not a good Lego Movie, but a great Batman movie. Um, That's yeah. the thing. The DC movies are never very good, in my opinion. So no, it's a I, good. I can't believe a good DC movie. <laughs> I think I said this to you. Uh, I said this to you in the theater that I cannot believe that they are making a Blue Beetle film. Oh God, yeah. Like, are we? Are like, sorry, we're cancelling the Batgirl film that is already made, and we are making a Blue Beetle film, a absolute E-list. Like, he's an E-lister in the Teen Titans. He's nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. That oh. I don't understand how they keep making these terrible choices. Like me and Lewis are just like this feels like Green Lantern Mark Two. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. And it's like you've got Green Lantern, you can do a reboot with Green Lantern and make it not crap because oh, there God, are like yeah. six different Green Lanterns on Earth and thousands of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do the one it's, where it's yeah. do do the Green Lantern where it's the squirrel Green Lantern. Make them the main character. You know, <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, DC yeah. Super Pets with no. The Rock. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing, DC? They're trying their best what they're doing, but they're I, not doing it correctly. I think they're just I think they're just throwing anything at the wall to see what sticks and then if it does stick, yes, they just immediately move on, which is a very interesting approach, but goddamn, don't give Blue Beetle his own movie. 
like, when no. Batgirl, when you cancel Batgirl and you, no, I'm just annoyed about the cancel Batgirl. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Well, to be fair, DC need to realise they're not Marvel and because mm-hmm. they're not Marvel, they need to do something entirely different. Like, just go a completely different way. Have, like, do your... I mean, to be fair, this isn't completely different because Avengers, but do an Avengers-style thing, but make it completely your own. Do a DC thing with all these... Di- a bit like Teen Titans, but make it good. Make it really good. Just try. Actually try. Stop just throwing random crap out there. Yeah. Like, on- honestly, just try try and do... Um... Teen Titans, a Teen Titans movie like that yeah. would that would rule. The Teen Titan Go um, TV show is awesome. Me and Lewis, big fans of the Teen Titans Go show, and the Teen it's... Titans Cartoon Network show from the early noughties was also excellent. Is that not? Oh no, that's a different one. No, that's mm-hmm. the one where the where it's less silly. Um, yes, that's a serious yeah. one. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, do do more cartoony stuff. You, you're quite good at that. Like I used to also watch back in the day when I was on um, like, like a kid. I used to watch um, Crypto the Superdog. That was really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And that was another animated one. You're quite obviously you're quite good at animated. Like yeah. you can and do an all right animated story. In their in their most recent uh, in their recent stuff as well, there was uh, Under the Red Hood. That was a Batman film. Um, that was an animated Batman film that was for adults. That was fantastic. Uh, the cool. kill, the killing joke was rubbish, uh, to be fair. <laughs> but they have like a really good degree of really good animated films, and they just keep, you know what I mean? Like you they can't... keep trying to be the Marvel. Is what they keep doing. That's well, I don't think they are. I think they've just given up on trying to do that shared universe thing. Although they are doing that Flash film where they've got Val Kilmer back. No, not Val Kilmer. Michael Keaton back as Batman. Mm. Um, so God knows. God knows what they're doing there. But the fact is they shouldn't have cancelled that Batgirl film. Just let it... Just let it... Just let it out. <laughs> let it out. Let it out. <laughs> release Batgirl. You, you release the Schneider cut, release Batgirl. Anyway. Oh, poor Batgirl. Poor Batgirl. Um, uh, I'm just looking for any superhero stuff on my list of things. I have none. I could... <laughs> I could go. I could segue to aliens because you know. Like... Aliens. I've got. I've can. I, yep. Segue to aliens. Yep. Cool. So speaking of whatever we're speaking about, I'm talking about aliens now. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we watched quite recently a thing on Netflix which just appeared to me, and I was like, "This looks amazing." Called um, "Confessions of an Alien Abductee." Oh my god! What Channel Five is is exactly this? right? Okay. Precisely. It's amazing because it's UK as well. It's set in the UK. Oh, no, get out. And I can't even like it's the thumbnail that got me. It's the woman it's a woman with the most like she looks like she's literally and she has literally and I'm sorry if I don't mean to I'm sorry if this is offensive, I don't mean it to be, it's but fine. I need to get I need to get across I need to, the character I for you that. to understand. Yeah, yeah. So she looks like she's walked off of a council estate in like deep in the council estate, deep and where she I has, grew up, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh no no she wishes she would love that luxury but she and she's yorkshire as well she's got a right strong yorkshire accent and she's like i've been abducted over two thousand times me i'm just sick of it honestly and she has a and she has a sat fag and she's like oh my nerves can't take it i'm scared to walk out the house and she's like i go to my local park she she'd brought us to her local park. Let me tell you, it was not a local park. You know, like when you go into an estate and there's a patch of green in the middle that says no ball games on it. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. 
So that's where she went, the local park was. So she was like, oh, I've been abducted round here. But the place I've been abducted most, outside shop there, she looked, she pointed at her local spa that was just on corner of the street. And she was like, oh, me and Karen were walking to get some fags and I kept getting abducted. I were like, I were like, you watch out, Karen. I know these lights. They're about to take us. It's the weirdest documentary. Okay. And it's just, there's another guy from the UK who is like a local counsellor. And he's like, I have an alien mother. She's not my real mother, but I see her all the time and she comes and visits me. And I also have an alien wife who looks like a cat, but my real wife doesn't like her because I have sex with this alien cat woman. Um, It's just a bit weird. And he also has like 10 cats. I'm like, I think you just have a thing for cats. I think 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 he's shagging these cats. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) In his sleep. It's always like... Cause it's always like when he's when he's like, oh, I was just in bed. It's like you, sir, are having sleep paralysis. Yeah. <laughs> You're seeing demons of some kind. So yeah, I re- really recommend watching that. It's only like an hour because it's like a Channel Five type thing. Okay. But it's just the most bizarre thing. It's on Netflix. Okay, fair enough. I've got a I've got a cat segue and multiple alien segues, so I can do three. Nice. We'll do aliens first, okay? Cool. Hey, speaking of aliens. <laughs> I watched a show on Netflix called Inside Job. This is the adult yes. animation from Alex Hirscht from Gravity Falls and <laughs> Owl House fame. Um, yes. It, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine it's i think i watched one episode and was like yeah i watched mm. i watched like i watched like five or six episodes and it was, it's a fine adult animation if you're a little bit you know if you've been on the old you know stogies you know you can absolutely <laughs> it's a great show to watch like that um, that's what i tried to watch it because we thought it'd be very good for that and stuff and yeah. it just was like eh, it's okay it's it's as good as ugly americans was and yeah i i think it might have i think like going in knowing it's the guy who did gravity falls might have set my expectations too high, yeah. unfortunately, um, because... You know, yeah. We both love Gravity Falls. We've discussed it many a time. We have. I think we re- we recorded an entire episode that we ended up... We did. Yeah, that the audio messed up on, so, yeah. <laughs> anyway. But we enjoyed it. We so did, it we did. We absolutely loved it. Uh, uh, right, okay, I'm just going to get these out of the way um, for this. Uh, we started watching Star Trek Voyager, which is now on Netflix. Uh, that show is good, but then... I started watching season two of The Orville on Disney+. Plus. Um, the Orville is the best Star Trek show that has been made in 30 years, uh, by far. <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy, obviously he does live action mm-hmm. acting, he was like, I'm going to do a parody of Star Trek. It's called The Orville. It is exactly like Star Trek. Okay, it is basically Star Trek fan fiction, but a comedy TV show. But after season one, they get rid of almost all of the jokes, and now it is just a straight up next generation continuation. Uh, and I cool. am absolutely loving every minute of it. Um, so is it like written by Seth MacFarlane and everything? It's written well? by Seth MacFarlane. He is the he is the main character. He's the captain of the ship. He will do that. He will yes. put himself as the main character. But it's just like, it, but it's just kind of like he, he does. Like obviously, with Star Trek, there are silly premises. Uh, with Star Trek, there are serious episodes and there are more light-hearted episodes. So, like when you know Jordy LaForge and uh, Data are doing a holograph, holodeck reenactment of Sherlock Holmes and their version of Moriarty, 
jumps out of the holodeck. It's a silly episode. Yeah. Whereas this episode, um, one of the characters, Bortis, who is a uh, a wharf type character, um, who's the head of security, um, he is basically uh, he has a holodeck porn addiction. Hel- <laughs> hilarious. However, that causes a virus to spread across the ship, uh, meaning that they are down one shuttle. They are on a rescue mission to a planet where they only have one trip to save as many colonists as possible. And it is a heavy episode. Uh, oh, so it's like, we're not going to make something just silly for the sake of silly, we're going to make it into a thing. No, the silly stuff has very, very real consequences, and yeah, they do it for good. a reason. But like, even the... Com- I enjoy that. Even the comedic characters, uh, like the, the pilot, who is basically the comic relief character, uh, who I believe he plays the main character in American Dad... <sighs> um, but basically, there's an episode where he, um, one of his old friends comes back. And one of his old friends really, really hates these guys that the Union are trying to make an alliance with. So he has to double-cross him. And it is a very, very pivotally... Okay, I'm going to have to pop. Okay, that's fine. All right, I've clapped again there. Cool. But that wasn't very big. There we go. Okay. <laughs> There we go, right, just a match. Um, I can't remember what I was saying. So yes, it is a it is a pivotal, pivotal, dramatic role that this comedic character has been doing for years. Like, you know, like in Teen Titans when there is a serious episode with Beast Boy and it's yeah. like, oh, I wasn't expecting that and they do it really well. It's really good. Um, but Voyager is a little bit dry in comparison. Uh, so yeah, it's a good show, but... Awful's better. And obviously there's like 30 years between these shows, but yes. <laughs> cool. Sounds That does sound good, to be fair. And I'm not a Star Trek person, so... I Yeah, I'd, I mean... Yeah, I'd say watch the second season of Next Generation onwards if you really want to get into Star Trek. But yeah, there we go. I'm That's not sure if I do because it's a whole it's 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 a whole thing, isn't it? If you get it's into it, it's 170. It's 170 episodes for Next Generation alone. Exactly. So, yeah. And but it is it is some of the best television ever made, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what have you bought? What's what have you bought? bought? Me and Josh both need to know now. What have you bought? He went to Costco to get food. Hey! Like, I went I went there yesterday. That is not food. You hit footballs against it and it bounces back, apparently. <laughs> How much was that with that? How much was that with that? Sixty. Oh boy. This is this is why you don't go to Costco un, unattended usually. More money than sense that lad. <laughs> not not to be trusted. <laughs> right. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Uh, right. What were we on about? Uh, I can go into cats as well. There was a cat segue. Uh, I watched a show called Gunsmith Cats. It's an anime from the nineties. There's only three episodes. They're both. They're all three of them are very excellent. There is a lot of titillation. So if you're into that, watch it. It's free on YouTube. Cool. Gunsmith Cats. That's the most bizarre thing, but cool. Um, Anime YouTube, man. It's great. <laughs> okay, I'm going to whiz through some things because my battery on my laptop is quite low. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Lightning round. Yeah, lightning round. Come dine with me on Netflix. We've been watching loads <laughs> of it. Yeah. Just love it. Just love the drama. It's like a social experiment in every episode. You put a lot of people together and you're just like, what could go wrong? I love it for the psychology and the sociology aspect of it. I don't give a crap about the food. I anyway. like it for the food, anyway. 
<laughs> we are watching it for entirely different reasons. Um, okay, The Island on Netflix. We've watched the first series that's on Netflix and thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, thought it was very good. Um, I just like it was also the, the series that we watched was rich people versus poor people. So that was amazing. It was just as okay. a concept. Um, because the the rich people were very snobby to begin with and were like, we don't want them being anywhere near us, anywhere near our camp and taking our resources. Um, and then, yeah, they all start to pretty much die, so they have to help each other. So it's good, it's good. Um, have you seen The Island before? No, never heard of it. Do they put people on an island and it's a reality show? It's Bear Grylls. It's basically Survivor, but English. Uh, so they take a lot of people okay. and Bear Grylls puts them on an island and he's like, I have made sure there is enough for you to live on on this island they are there for i think like three months um and they just start to slowly die so, <laughs> so there we go um it is good though so it is bear grills narrating it as well and all the way through he's kind of like yeah so they're doing this which isn't very good because they're not going to get anything out of this and blah blah, blah. and you're like you're like yeah it's, it's good um i've recently like very recently started watching it's literally on the background now um, my Strange Addiction, because it's on Pluto <gasps> TV. Oh, my God. Right, And okay. My Strange Obsession, and I am uh, just uh, uh, here for it. I'll say I'll say this about the final episode. You're in for a treat. But it's just on repeat all the time on Pluto, so when do I know when it's the final yeah. episode? When, when it's the episode where she's addicted to her own piss. <laughs> oh, nice. I'll look out for that one. Yeah. Um, As yeah, I so said, I... you're in for a treat. Oh, you're in for a treat. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that that I've been watching that. So the island, my strange addiction, come down it's with not me. Nice, it's weird. <laughs> um, murder mystery. Watched that for the second time with via a drinking game where we did. It's the one with Adam Sandler. Jenna, yeah, Jennifer Anderson as well. Yeah. Yeah, because the new ones come out, so we wanted to watch the first one again. Um, we did a drinking game where every time Adam Sandler's character was a dick, or every time um, there was a product placement, we had a drink. We were hammered purely from the product placement alone. There was okay. like that. Honestly, if you ever want to get really drunk and like do a drunk drinking game, then you need to drink along every time there's product placement in an Adam Sandler movie. Iconic but, idea. Do Beth, it. I'm thirty. I can't really do drinking games, but you know, we'll we'll do our own version. It's fine. <laughs> We're doing drinking games literally this weekend for Eurovision. Oh really? right, okay. Much cooler. <laughs> I mean, mm. let's let's not pretend like drinking loads of alcohol is cool, but you know. Whatever. I mean, if you can do, if you can, if you're able to do it in a controlled manner, uh, a responsible manner, exactly, go for it. exactly. Yeah, um, and we're doing it in our house, nice and safe. There you go. So, um, yeah. So, many of you watched that Clarkson's Farm series too. Loved it. Yeah. All about it. No. Um, I just really enjoy watching farm stuff and stuff like that. And it also made us stop eating. I think I've told you this already. It made us stop eating meat in the house. So we now just don't buy any meat in, in the house, which is the opposite of what Clarkson's farm was trying to do. But I just couldn't look at all the cows and stuff and be like, okay, this is fine. I'm happy to just watch them be killed and stuff. So yeah. it, it made us just be like, well, we're not going to stop eating meat because that isn't realistic. We, we won't stick to it. But we will um, not buy it in to the house with shopping wise but if we get a takeaway okay, yeah, that makes stuff. sense yeah, yeah yeah i mean i think if everyone limited their meat consumption might do some good exactly for the planet. That's, that's the thing it's like, like i'm not going to yeah. say that i'm going to give up meat but i am happy to not buy it in a house anymore and just have it when we're having like meals out or whatever yeah. um and then the other thing i've got is in fact that's it apart from the last movie that the first movie that we went to go see together oh bugger right okay well i've got I've got a lot to get through real quick. Okay. 
Cool. So, lightning round. Uh, Ted Lasso, season three. Fantastic. Great show. Uh, still going strong. It, there is no dipping quality there. Uh, Dickinson. It is Skins, but with Emily Dickinson, the <laughs> cool. American poet. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, Citadel, the new big budget show from Amazon. Um, not good. <laughs> it's, the, it's the show no one's talking about. Um, Amazon do that. Yeah, they do. Like, big budget shows. Woo! Marketing push. Everything. It's just like... <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Rings of Power. Do you know anyone who's seen it? I haven't seen it. I don't know anyone that's watched it. Nope. Didn't, nope. Didn't think so. There we go. Right. Okay. Speaking of more stuff that nobody's watched on Amazon, The Peripheral. Um, it's it's okay. I'm not going to finish it, but it is okay. Um, we watched John Wick uh, chapters 1, 2, and 3. Um, they Never are, seen them. They are fine. However, I think two and a half hours is way too long for an action movie. Oh God! Um, yes. Uh, they're very beautiful. Uh, welcome to Chippendales. Uh, the the show about the Chippendales male strip club franchise. I've seen that advertised. Uh, that is that is Goodfellas with sexy male dancers. Cool. Um, and Camille Nagiardi just absolutely blows it away. He is fantastic in that show. Um, Norm Macdonald's final stand-up show. Um, it's it's really sad. It's really sad. Because um, Norm Macdonald, he uh, he was a comedian. He unfortunately passed away um, soon after COVID. Um, and basically what this appears to be is he had a Netflix deal and he recorded his stand-up to a webcam in order to sort of send it to Netflix and sort of you know, run the jokes by the executives. Do they need to censor anything? Yada, yada, yada. Unfortunately, before he could perform that in front of an audience, he did pass away. Um, so it is just the webcam footage of that. So it is very weird, but it is very funny and it is bittersweet and it is such a shame that we've lost one of the best comedians that's ever lived, to be honest with you. That's Norm Macdonald's stand-up special on Netflix. Sorry, that brought so it down much. a little bit no, there, I but... learned so much from you just on a... On a... Regular basis, Josh. So, like, he is a king of one-liners. He is great. He's he's from the nineties, so it's a little bit, mm, a bit like, bit, mm, not very PC. Bit, yeah, yeah. It, it's nineties PC and stuff like that. But um, yeah. So one of his one of his jokes is: when I was a kid, they used to throw parades. <laughs> they used to throw parades for people who went to the moon. These days, they just throw parades for dudes who suck each other's dicks. <laughs> Obviously referencing pride parades. Um, so, you know, it's that kind of thing. It's not all that. That's a very small part of it. It is fantastic. Um, Amazon stuff that, again, nobody's watched. Leverage, Redemption. Uh, if you like heists uh, that are done against bad people, this is a great show. This is a great show. Um, it is camp. It is fun. The accents are terrible. I love it. I love everything about this show. There is an episode that is set in the UK. It is not filmed in the UK. It is all people with terrible British accents. <laughs> and like Bobby is dressed as this. There is a food truck that is sort of their mobile command centre uh, that they do as a cup of tea um, <coughs> uh, food stuck stall in order <laughs> to distract a bunch of British Bobbies so they can steal things from a museum. It's that level. It's like a five-year-old Roy and they just... Filmed it. It's like Down in the Musical. It's getting Down in the Musical vibes. Uh, yes, but it, yes, it is very camp, very camp, and very like oh, trying hello, to be oh, British, but not. Oh, you're British. the ones. 
Yeah, but it's like that for everywhere. So they're in New Orleans, and then they have a French man, and he's got a terrible accent, but everyone in the show believes it, so you believe it. It's great. <laughs> That's Leverage and Leverage Redemption, the revival series. Uh, Lupin the Third versus Cat's Eyes. Um, it's a surprisingly good film. Um, if you're into Lupin the Third or Cat's Eyes, again, heisty stuff. That's the mm. that's the connection here. Uh, Drive to Survive season five. Uh, boy oh boy, did they make a very uninteresting season seem very interesting of Formula One there. Blockbuster on Netflix. It's 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 a sitcom. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ghosts US version. Oh, you mean Ghosts as in the BBC show? Yes. No, you can't You can't do that in the US because then it wouldn't have the horrible histories like... In, in no, no, no. Out. Beth, Beth, listen to me. I will listen. It is as good as the original. I'm calling they yes. have. They have nailed it. I didn't realise it after the first episode, but by episode three... They had nailed it, and it was fantastic. So that is available on iPlayer for free, uh, or for your license fee, if you if you pay that, like a <laughs> sucker. <laughs> so Gus, US, that's great. Um, Wednesday, meh. I've not like watched it. it. I've not watched it, even though I am a huge Adams Family. You know I love Adams Family. I am deep into the Adams Family. It, but I've not watched it because I don't think that I'll enjoy how they make Wednesday. So I'm kind of just like, mm. It's Adam's family, but they Riverdaled it. That's what I don't want. I don't want to see Wednesday in yeah. high school. That's what put me off. Yeah, it's I like a weird. It's it. like a weird Hogwartsy high school for magic people. But watch the Adam's family cartoon film that came out recently. That's better. Oh um, God, no! Don't say that. Don't don't ever say that. No, honestly, it is honestly. Yeah. Um, Breakpoint, that is Drive to Survive, but with tennis. Uh, they did a whole episode about Nick Kygos, the Australian tennis player, and then he uh, got done for beating up his girlfriend. So that's an awful shame, that isn't it? Cool. Um, uh, what else? Glass Onion, it's as good as the original. Uh, uh, what was the? What was he called? Oh, Knives Out, I've... the original? Yeah. yeah, but I've got a thing about that. Go on. Um, what we didn't like about Glass Onion oh, was that... Yeah. We could, like, here's the thing. With the original one, and with sort of, like, most murder mysteries, because, you know, we love a good Poirot, we love a good Marple. Um, Columbo! But I never watched Columbo. But oh, do it's on Amazon, it's great. Here's what we didn't like about it. We didn't like that you could, you had no way, until you got at least to the halfway point, if not further than that, into the movie, you'll know what I mean, you've seen it. You yeah. don't have the information needed to solve it yourself. There is no way, absolutely no way that you could solve it yourself prior to learning things that you learn later on. And that's what annoyed us because it's like, well, we can't we can't solve it then. Hmm. Do you see what I mean? There was there is only one thing that I think that would have given it away, and that is because the character in question, mm -hmm. whose name I can't remember, uh, <laughs> she has a she has a very, very cool and calm demeanour. Like, when she is on the island where they go to, to Ed Norton's weird island, she has a very cool and calm demeanour. And at the very start of the film, she does something, one, hilarious, and two, very out of character when she hammers the mystery box. 
Okay. That would be the only thing that would, I think, would give it away. However, That's it has been enough. a while since I've seen it, yada, yada, yada. But uh, yes, uh, I, I like it. I like it. They could make those movies all the time. I love I them. Enjoy, I enjoyed it. I'd watch another one. I'd happily watch another Knives Out mystery. I just think Good, they're making one. They've got Good. one more film in their deal. <laughs> I just think that it's a shame that um, they didn't stick to this, if you like, the, the um, what's the word? Well, that's the thing with the first the one. Setup. It wasn't the format. The, the thing the format, with the or, the thing with the original one, it, it sort of does the Columbo thing where it shows you what happened, and then like the detective character, they need to figure it out. They need to get onto the same page as you. You know, um, I can't remember the first one as well as you, you can clearly. Um, so I'll, I'll f- set you in yeah. on that. Well, I think it's just because I've watched a lot of Columbo and now it's just like, oh, this is... Oh, this, Knives Out is Columbo, fan fiction. <laughs> so yeah, watch Columbo on Netflix. Mixed with it's, horror, clearly. There's a lot of is, horror in there. It is from... Columbo is from the 1960s and 70s, but it holds up. It holds up so well. If you and say that, time, I will watch it because I love first, a good murder mystery type thing. First episode that we watched was directed by Steven Spielberg. I don't know. He's some yes. sort of like weird movie director. I don't you know. Some, some hot, that hot was coming. weirdly. That was on a trivia thing that I watched the other day. It was like it was like a trivia thing of who, which, which, um, which like director, which Hollywood director, um, directed like the first episode of Columbo. And yeah, it was and like it was that. Yeah, so that's that's yeah. weird. That's come up again. But there you go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I think that's everything. Um, I'll just uh, video games. Tony Hawk's one and two. It's as it's great. They actually did a good Tony Hawk's game. Who knew? Oh yeah, finally, that good. Yeah, finally they made. They did. They did Tony proud. Uh, Ollie Ollie World uh, is a great skateboarding game. It's not a skateboarding game. It is a platformer game that Lewis has skateboarding. Some of that. Yeah, it it gets infuriatingly difficult. Um, and I've just started playing Grid Legends. However, that is a very good racing game. I'll say that. Um, if I'm quickly going to go through my games, I have completed Assassin's Creed. Um, blah, blah, blah. Which Valhalla? one? Valhalla. Valhalla. Um, enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's an okay. It's a good Assassin's Creed game. Um, it How, just... uh, did you recognise anything in York? Kind of. Um, oh, great. Like there was. The, basically, I was kind of like, oh, this bridge is basically like the bridge that you walk over when you go from the train station. So, like, there was stuff like that that was quite good. <laughs> yeah. Um, why, why are you so excited about that? I just like that York is in a video yeah. game of all of all cities in the world. I thought it was mad that they did a game set in London for Watch Dogs. But it was, you know it, to be I mean? fair, it's, it is a good, like, and I think you would enjoy it. And, like, it is, it was cool how it was like, oh, yeah, you need to go to, um, like, what's it called? Coppergate Market. And I was like, ah, I've been there. Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, it's cool from that point of view. So, like, yeah, I, I, it was cool. And um, I did just, like, Valhalla added a lot of things which other previous games hadn't had. Like, it added, um, like um almost like a dungeon crawler aspect where you have to get as far as you can in a certain thing and then it's like you, right, okay. you have to collect things and then you have to go back to the beginning if you die and it's like so it added these these different elements you could do within the game it added a river raids thing you can go do like different river raids as its own sort of thing so it was good like i enjoyed it um i also finished um i say finished it's not it's not finished just that they haven't i've finished all i can do on it um i played dreamlight valley and I am at the point now where I've done literally everything's possible to do and I'm just waiting for updates because there's nothing else I can do at this point. I'm just hoarding money and hoarding, like, points. Um, 
And off the back of Dreamlight Valley, I thought I'd gone to another similar cozy type game, which I cannot remember the name of. It's something Arcana. It's just come out. It's on Xbox Game Pass. Um, it's it's basically a little bit of like Dreamlight Valley again, like unlike Stardew Valley. It's the same kind of deal. Um, oh right, okay. But you're a witch, and um, you also are trying to like. There's basically you have to unblock. You know, like how a lot of games and things like to have miasma, like a little purple cloud and stuff that you just can't get through. Yeah. It's magic. A, a fo- fog of war uh, yeah. is what it's referred to sometimes. So yeah. they have that um, in the game, and you're trying to clear that and and what have you. Those bits are really frustrating. And I was saying to Lewis, I think it's because it's a new game and they don't realise quite how difficult it is. So I think right, that'll be okay. something they might change because I have tried to do one section and bearing in mind, I'm all right at games. Like I'm not great, but you know, I'm not, like I'm not doing anything to in certain games. So I know exactly what I need to do to get through this bit, but it's just so ridiculous and convoluted that it's just impossible. And every time you get a little bit wrong, you die and have to start again. And it's just not fun. So I think that'll be something which they'll change. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much what I've been playing, to be honest. Okay, fair enough. Right, let's tackle the big one. Um, the big one. Puss in Boots. The the granddaddy of them all, Puss in Boots 2, The Last Wish. Um, Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the best animated films I've ever seen. Um, better, I've, I've, like, far I've, better than Mario, the Mario Brothers movie. Oh, makes Mario look like... Oh, I don't know. Like, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you try to think of something and then you realise you've been talking for an hour and a half and it's just like damn we're dumb um but yeah like it's a very gorgeous gorgeous film such a good animation style and art style um just fast fast paced that's what i love the animation is fast paced the jokes are fast paced good there isn't an ounce of fat on this film like at all it is all lean it is all good and um I think sort of what we what we're starting to see here, because especially with I think Spider Verse might have been the first one to kick this off. Yeah, I'm not really, yeah. This trend off where it is, and all, even the Lego Movie as well. And I'm sorry I keep bringing up those two films, but those are the gold standards of recent yes. animated films as well. We're really starting to see people go crazy with 3D animation and really get into sort of like stylized 3D animation looking excellent prior um, to going to watch um the puss in boots movie um i had read that they were trying to make it more storybook style looking and that yeah. definitely comes across and it is re- it's like you're flicking through the pages of a storybook and it is very good um because i wanted it to be like a fairy tale thing i also yeah. like that because apparently yeah, they were quite in previous puss in boots movies and in previous shrek movies they've been kind of like pigeonholed into like you have to do the shrek format the shrek animation it, it's a certain thing and it is precious. And it's a I, style. I love Shrek. I I absolutely adore Shrek. Do You've not seen the musical as well, haven't you? Oh, I'm going to go see the musical in real life in December, Josh. My Ooh. life is happening for me. So like, yeah, I so like I love it. Um, but yeah, I love that they've taken this slight ditter ditter. Detour. 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 See, words are gone at this point. They've taken a slight detour (laughs) from like the animation that's like classic for Shrek and stuff, and it works. It works. Because yeah, with the with the the quote unquote classic Shrek animation, it is photo. It is supposed to be sort of like semi photorealistic 
from 2001. Yeah. Uh, which is its own style and stuff like that. And it's it's amazing to see, like, because there was a Puss in Boots animated series um, and, like, it looks, nof- lo- looks nothing like Puss in Boots does now. Well, the first um, movie even, because this is a se- I, I keep forgetting that it's a sequel because, yeah. luckily, they've made it, I think, enough that it stands on its own without you needing to see the first one. So, no, I didn't see. I haven't seen the first one. I just heard this one was pretty good, and then sort of bugged you to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the premise is uh, Puss in Boots is the cat from Shrek Two onwards, and yeah. he has he is on his last life, and he has to go find a fall a, a fallen star to make a wish to get his life's back, a nine lives back, um, and he is being stalked by a bounty hunter. Um, <laughs> Which was, I've forgotten about how good the bounty hunter character was. Just an amazing. It's character. just a. It's just it's a so side. Good. It's just a side plot, isn't it? For a what's he called? Like, because it's got everything. Because like, it's got Jack Horner, who is someone else who is after the last wish, and his gang of bakers. Yeah. Weird. Um, the three bears and, and Goldilocks. Yeah, Goldilocks and the three bears. Um, and there is also the cat who was from the first film and his uh, guide dog. No, the, therapy the dog, dog, that's the, it. The dog appears just sort of like out of nowhere, I think, but and just yeah. just joins in. But the, the dog is a very good character um, and I enjoyed the dog very much. Yeah, absolutely. Who is uh, voiced by the bloke who plays Guillermo in What We Do in Shadows. Uh, so there, there you go. go. I didn't know that. Fun facts for you. Um, but yeah, Pussy in Boots too. It like you don't expect you don't expect a film that good from like like the lego movie who saw that film being any good whatsoever oh, especially God, no. when you especially when you look at the playmobile <laughs> movie which was a bag of poop um <laughs> and you just don't expect um a film to be so especially one aimed at children to be so Poetic and prominent to, like to you, and just, it's just so and nuance and and like you know really really hit you. Um, yeah, yeah. Because there was the way know, it portrayed anxiety. Like, for, like, the way it portrayed anxiety was really good, and I think that that is that you could tell that that scene had been made by a lot of people who genuinely have anxiety attacks. Well, but, the working animation was yeah. about it because like. <laughs> And it, it was just but no, really, like, yeah. really good. And it was just introducing it as just like, this is the thing and it's fine. It's there's, like, here's what you can do. And it's, oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. You know, not to go not to go TMI or anything like that, but I've, you know, I've had panic attacks in, in my life. And That's never TMI. It was, yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm of the, I'm of an older generation who sort who of. Who are wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm of an older generation who we used to use we used to use homophobic slurs in school quite willy nilly. So did and we, to be we fair. Yeah, and we and and we didn't talk about mental health. And now we're in a generation where we talk about our mental health and it's it's still a little bit still a little bit odd to to, to me. Um uh, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But yeah, it sort of like the way that it portrayed you know, the panic attacks and stuff like that, it was very very close to home and you know, not in a bad way or anything like that. I could, you know, it wasn't sort of like a case of like, oh, I'm having one in the theatre or anything like that. But it was like, I 100% relate to this yeah. stu- this stupid Zorro cat, you know what yeah. I mean? It was just like, it was so genuine. It was so Yeah, genu- it, came, it came from a real place. And yeah. for, for a film with such a stupid premise, you don't... 
you don't really expect that. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've watched it again. I did, you know, I, look, I paid full price for it at the theatre. I'm going to download it illegally to rewatch it. <laughs> so um, yeah, I have rewatched it. Give give it a couple of years just to get a little bit of time between it. But again, it's just sort of like, it might be a Chainsaw Man situation. Um, but yeah, this is up there with some of the best animated films yeah. I've ever seen. Like this, stuff, this much... is this is a new Frozen. This is a new Lego movie. This is a Spider-Verse. This is a Little Mermaid. This is up there. What I will and, say is uh, I haven't seen many other people talking about it, which is a real shame. Because Well yeah, because it's it's a spin-off of a Shrek film. That's I'm like the thing. I was I went to, I went to go see I went to go see a, a comedy uh, I went to go see It's a see, sequel uh, of a spin-off of a Shrek film. Exactly. Yeah, and Shrek is a what is it? That's a, a mashup of fairy tale stuff. You know, what I mean, it's very and that's derivative had four and stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And this this character is the character that is the Zorro parody character that they got Antonio Banderas to do the voice for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I was I was talking to my friend, me and my friend uh, David. We went to go see uh, a stand up comedy show. Uh, Randy Feltface's Feltopia. It's a fantastic show. Yes, he is a puppet. Yes, he is very very relatable. Um, but uh, I was telling him about this movie, and two people in front of me turned around and said, "Yes, it is a fantastic movie." And we just got talking about it. And it's just like people are seeing this movie, but it's like I don't think enough people are seeing this movie. This I movie think is, it is. It's, it's like we oh. say. It is because it is a sequel to a spin-off of something which already had four movies. It's just mm. something which, one, you're going to struggle to get anyone that like that hasn't basically seen all those movies to be like, oh, yeah, that's worth going to see. But they should. They definitely yeah. should. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. There's... Um... Uh, yeah, and like people who are nerds about animated movies, like they're going to see it, no mm. questions asked. But um, yeah, they should. If they haven't, then then they're not as nerdy as I think they are. Out of all of the stuff that we've done on this episode, episode whatever number it is, Media Blitz, Puss in Boots two, yeah, I was and say Chainsaw that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, if I, if you could leave out of all the things that you've been through on your list, except except for Puss in Boots two. What would you? What would be the go do this? If if you had to say to the people out there who are mainly in America, one thing to take away from this show, what would it be? What it would, would be, be the Puss one? in Boots two. It would hundred percent be Puss in Boots two. But that's a given. What's the second one? Failing that. That's um, the collective choice. My personal choice is Chainsaw Man. What is the best personal choice? Um, I'm going to actually say in a bold choice, the prom. Oh, bold one. Because <gasps> I just oh, love a prom. It's James Corden. I know that's that's the only issue. But I'm, mm. but the reason I'm saying that is because I love Broadway adaptations. I think there should be more Broadway adaptations. So I think more people need to watch them so that there is more of a demand for them. And that's my reasoning. Yeah. Would you say it's better than a Guinness? <laughs> 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 Hey. Hey. Call back so no one else will understand. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Right. Well, thank you for sticking for this bumper episode. Um, I don't know. We might do some of these because we're only doing like one episode a month at this point. So I think we might start doing bumper episodes. Plus, we found a format where we can talk for longer as well. So, you know. Randomly, uh, Zuckerberg's like place to hang out is quite good for, for video meetings. Yeah, we're recording in the metaverse uh, for this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, we are. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, I've been uh, Josh uh, at Lizard Thumb on all of the social medias. I've been Beth at Beth Fang Lily 
and on all of the social medias, um, specifically Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. That's pretty much it for my main ones. Excellent. And we go. are at Off Your Chest Pod on uh, some social media platforms as well. Uh, the comedy group, Run Riot Comedy, which I am a part of, we are doing shows. We are contracted. There is a contract nice. signed. For the next three months, uh, oh. third Sundays at Santiago, we do our full show. Um, as well as that, uh, Noel Curry, who has been on this show way, way, way in the past, and he has his own podcast, which is called Free Yorkshire Radio. What is radio like in a dystopian post-apocalyptic Yorkshire? Find out at the Free Yorkshire Radio. I've been on it a few times. Um, but uh, yeah, he uh, runs the uh, Improv Comedy Jam in Leeds. That is at the box first Sunday of the month. And uh, yeah, we did that. We did that last week. No, no biggie though. No biggie though. Absolutely smashed it. Smashed it. I have yeah. something to ask you about improv, actually, just um, just out of curiosity. Is that a question oh, yeah. now? Um, yeah, absolutely. Have you watched, because it's another plug for someone else, have you been to see um, Roll With It improv? Oh, no. Right, okay. So I was going to go to their last show, but I think I just had a bad day at work or something that day. Uh, but they were at the LS, uh, LS Comedy Jam last time around, which was last Sunday. Um, so I've met a bunch of them, and uh, yeah, I, I plan on going to see them next time around because they have a show well. coming up soon. Oh, oh, we should go together. I, we can do. I plan on going to see yours and and that because it's Neil who um, who's in it, who like is um, Lewis is like one of Lewis's close friends that he works with, and um, like he was at our wedding and stuff. So. All yeah. right. Okay. Cool. So, well, I, yeah. well, I've I've instantly got a comedy rival now. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> there so I, I wondered if you'd like been mixing like and met each other. That's why I asked. No, but... no, we uh, no, no, we've uh, we've uh, well, we've been we've been sort of in each other's orbit, but we haven't sort of like I, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them. They've 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 come to see us. So you know, we we owe them the favor. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll make a plan. Yeah, anyway, we will. Uh, we will go see them. They, uh, audience don't need to know this, but uh, anyway. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone, and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye. Chin the switch, I can't stay on your morphine, cause it's making me itch. I've been trying to call the nurse again, but she's been a little bitch. I think I'll get out of here. There I can run as fast as I can To the middle of nowhere To the middle of my frustrating fears And I swear you're just like a pill Instead of making me better You're making me ill You're making me ill